January 5th, 2021, and this is Super the Hardest. And, like a very busy president who works from very early in the morning until very late at night and has many phone calls, many meetings, on this very day, we are your hosts, three grown fucking men. <laughs> Nice. Well, so. I think we can call it a night. Six fifteen. Mm-hmm. I got dinner on the table. <laughs> I've been working late into the evening. I have a meeting to attend and a phone call. And a phone call. And another meeting. How do you manage it all? So many phone calls. That's why I have a press secretary. <laughs> Your uh. cat. No. <laughs> You see that piece of shit's itinerary for today? No. Uh, so Mo, uh, you know you're not on the Discord chat, so no. so you don't you don't know this tweet rage. For for a while, every morning since the election, I was posting the president's public schedule. Oh, that's because, hilarious. Because Politico uh, would put, would every day, you know, they've got their daily rundown, like their playbook, right? And yeah. and it kind of yeah. gives you the news of the day, and then at the bottom it says. Here's what's on the president's schedule. Here's what's on the vice president's schedule. Here's what's on Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, every day, there's nothing on the president's. There's nothing on the president's public schedule. And if there was something on it, would be the president is scheduled to have lunch with Mike Pence. You know? Yeah. Every every single day, nothing, nothing on the schedule. So that was that was today's itinerary. Was the president will work from very early in the morning until very late at night. And he has many phone calls and many meetings. <laughs> oh, many, yeah. huh? Okay, like that's great. What it, it reads like a fucking children's book. It's going to tweet rage. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Oh, I, read a, I read an opinion. I read an opinion article on New York Times, and they were talking about how after he's the president, Twitter might ban him like they did Alec Jones. Well, they should. Yeah. Yes, they totally should. I think there's a very good They've been hiding that behind happening. that. They've been hiding behind this. He's the president, and it's newsworthy, so we yeah, have to head do it. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think honestly, I think there's a very good chance of it happening. Wouldn't that be delicious? Oh, it'll be hilarious! Be hilarious! Two more weeks, gentlemen. Two more weeks. Bloated piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Anyway, that all aside. Uh, it's the end of the year. <laughs> Stuff of the, the year. 2020 is over. Uh, but before we get to that, boy, oh boy, I've got a follow up news for you. Uh, I'm here. I'm here to ha- I'm here to hawk some T-shirts. I'm here to hawk some fucking coffee mugs. I've got pillows with Mo's Tank face tops. on it. I got, got pillows. I, yeah, I got pillows with with Mo's face on it. I mean, our faces too. But just to look good on your couch. Oh, these these are lovely uh, throw pillows. Ooh, yes, yes, for your couch, decorative pillows, but yes. also quite cozy, as I understand it. <laughs> uh, we, we've got we've got posters. Uh, what else do we have? We've got we've got iPhone cases. Man, we got tote bags. We got it all, son. <laughs> totes. Yeah, totes. We got it all, man. Uh, <laughs> I want my Mojo Menace cell phone case. Oh, you could get one. You can get a Mojo Menace cell phone case. Did I glitch? Get... I glitched out, didn't I? 
Yeah, you glitch I out glitched from out. time to time. Stupid yeah. computer. But uh, you can get thing. you can get your Mojo Menace phone case. You can get your you can get your uh, super the hardest phone case. You can get a Kenneth Crispy phone case with Klaus's big goofy mug on it. Oh, <laughs> it's wonderful. And uh, and and I'm here to tell you guys that starting January 13th and going through the 16th, everything, everything on the Mojo Menace merch store will be Is thirty. Everything? everything will be 35 percent off coffee yeah. mugs coffee mugs 35 percent yeah. off that's like a quarter of a dollar <laughs> tank tops 35 percent 35 percent you got it wow. you got it you can get a t-shirt for 13 bucks 13 bucks it's pretty good your u.s dollars won't be worth much for much longer so spend them while they're hot that's right so go to mojomenace.com i'm gonna put a link up on the on the main page but also everywhere we fucking are on the on the internets i i'm pimping this shit relentlessly so trust me when the 13th rolls around uh you will not be able to escape the fact that there is a sale going on on the mojo menace merch store and uh I just want to put I want to put two facts out there. We get a cut of every single sale, and the president is very busy today. <laughs> so, so we we get a cut of every sale, and I just paid the bill for our uh, server fees. Oh, there you go. So let's let's put those two. Th- they yeah, might yeah. be related. <laughs> what does our cut look like? Uh, so for a thirteen dollar T shirt, I believe I made three dollars. Ooh, it's not bad, right? Not bad for and doing I, literally nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, I had to upload some files and you know, kind of well, space space the logo where I wanted it on the shirt. But other than that, nothing. Didn't you have deserve to do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, uh, so, and also, I mean, it. and also, man, I'm loving that Skype bill every month that we don't use. So, you know, maybe go buy a T-shirt out there, you sons of bitches. Hmm. Should we? Is it? Should we dump you, it? Nah, because then we gotta get a new. When we start it back up again, then we gotta get a new phone number and all that shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not much. Skype, Skype's not. It's a few bucks a month, but uh, it's a, uh, it's it's more that Still, damn, that's annoying. It's more that damn friggin' server bill. I saw that on my credit card, and I was like, oh shit, it's that time <laughs> of year again, isn't that it? Thing. Son of a bitch. So it's the price we pay for hosting all our nonsense. Anyway, we're gonna have to have a work meeting. Yeah, a work yeah, meeting. We should we should form an exploratory committee. Yeah, mm. I think so too. And I've I've got one more thing to say about the merch store. So I mentioned we've got Mojo Menace shirts and products. We've got Super the Hardest shirts and products, and we've got Kenny Crispy shirts and products coming soon, maybe by tomorrow. Poo crime shirts. Poo crime shirts. <coughs> Who's making our graphics? Is that Klaus? That's that's Kevin. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, of yeah he, he made the Kenneth Crispy and uh, he's gonna do the it's gonna say uh, it's gonna say PCU uh, yeah. like like uh, the CSI and yeah. underneath it's gonna say Poo Crimes Unit. Yeah. And then behind it it's gonna have a splatter of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Oh my god! It should come with a badge to get some tanks <laughs> for the kids for that. 
Do they sell badges? Is that something we can have? I don't know if they sell badges. <laughs> I'm not sure. I feel like they should. <laughs> but uh, but I'm it's just like a, big, I'm... a big six pointed star with a turd in the middle of it. <laughs> Gosh. So help me decide. Like cute, like a real angry looking one. Just the Star of David with a turd on it? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? The Sheriff's Star. The six doesn't it have six <laughs> points. The Sheriff's Star. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I help mean, me decide. Star of, I see it as a star, the star of justice, Dave. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The star of freedom, justice. So help me decide. I'm trying to decide. I don't know if I want the the poo crimes like graphic, like big in the center. I kind of think I want it up on the titty, you know, like the CSI shirts, you know, where it's got the that's logo the badge. up. Yeah, yeah. The official badge. Yeah, so that's I'm thinking on that one. It'll just go up on the titty. I don't know if people are. Nobody's gonna buy it anyway. But I don't know if I really no. don't. I really don't know if anybody would buy it with a big turd stain on the middle. Tell them to just put a badge in the corner. Where would the, yeah, where would the turd stain be? In the middle? Yeah, right in the middle. Oh. Yeah, so I'm thinking, well, um, well, can you guys hear that? Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. That thing? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, I just got a text that said. did let that audio get through. Yeah, I got a text that said, hi, is this John? <clears throat> And so, how would you respond to this? This is from an unknown number. Yeah, I would definitely send them a GIF. <laughs> right? It's pronounced GIF or first a bitmoji. Yeah. Uh, I can now, make recommendations for you. It's a okay. People go back and forth, right? GIF, GIF. No, it's GIF. Stop it. The creator. The yeah, creator. We've had, we've, we've had calls this it argument, GIF. Dave. We've had this argument multiple times. Yes. Yeah. yeah doesn't matter yeah what's the what's the acronym gif you know but what does it stand for dave girls in front <laughs> come on dave come on it's it's short know. it's short for graphics interchange format not graphics interchange graphics? format graphics interchange yeah, format. yeah. graphics not it's not Jurassic oh. Park. It's Jurassic Park. Okay. It's not a giraffe. It's a giraffe. How do you guys say it? GIF? I'll have GIF, to remember yeah. that. It's GIF. 100%. 100% GIF. Yeah, that's that's locked in there. I won't say it wrong again. <laughs> that was Until the tomorrow. last time. That was the last time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, it is our... Uh, I, I would so. respond with a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I responded. I just said yes. And then read the response online. Oh, lame. <laughs> I just said yes, and I'm waiting for the reply. And I'm hoping that I didn't just like, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't have said yes. No. Is it coming from an is it coming from an iPhone? Uh you know what's funny about that is that when it first popped up, it said it was, and then now when I sent it back, it did not go back blue. Oh snap. Oh snap. I just, I just gave away all my information, didn't I? You just, yep, it's the NSA. Uh, oh Lord. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know you're listening to Super the Hardest. <laughs> uh, uh, you can, yeah, you can find us at MojoMenace.com, where we have forums. MojoMenace.com/slash/forums. On the top right of the forums, there's a link to our Discord chat, and there you can chat with all our fine feathered friends. On the social media, we're at Mojo Menace. And 
youtube.com slash mojo menace so there you go today is our annual stuff of the year episode and many people sent in their selections for stuff of the year and we are going to give our selections for stuff of the year boy i'm interested to hear what video games mo enjoyed most in 2020 although i think you might have some i do you're now oh, the proud. I got a proud switch o- this year. That's right. You're the proud owner of a switch. I'm proud. <laughs> we'll save yes, that. We'll save proud. that till last. But I'm an owner. <laughs> we'll save that till last. And uh, as usual, we will start with our favorite TV shows of 2020. Dave, you want to go first? Okay. Do we just go number one with a bullet? I can't remember. Just I, mean, I, I didn't okay. put him in order. My number one. Te- okay, go ahead. You didn't put him in order. No. no. Um, all right. Well, my number one is definitely Ted Lasso. Same here. I love that show. Same here. Best um, show of the year. Yeah, that, it surprised me. I was hesitant. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really want to watch that. Yeah. And then Jessica was like, no, we should try it. And then after the first episode, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, it's great. And I have you to thank for it because I never would have watched it unless you would have rec- unless you recommended it. Um, I had zero interest in it. I mean, it looked funny-ish, you know, based on the previews. But, you know, American football yeah. coach goes to England to, to coach soccer despite not knowing shit about it. Uh, okay, kind of a yeah. dumb premise, dumb premise, right? The premise for me is not one that would get me would get me hooked. I'm like, yeah, okay. I like um, what's his face? Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis, Sedaris. I always get him mixed up. Did you know that he is married to Elizabeth or Olivia Wilde or what's her name? Olivia Wilde is that her name? Sure. Yeah. I mean, she's like super hot. Just, just well, throwing that did up. they just get throwing... divorced? I think they got divorced. Oh, did they? Hold on. Jason. I think they might have gotten divorced. Sude... This is checkpeople.com quick. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Kanye just Wild. announced his divorce, too. Oh, was... yeah. Big day. Oh, they did Maybe split up. Information to a supreme being. <laughs> he announced that he was a supreme being? Kanye did? That would be the announcement. Oh. Oh, guys, I'm sad to report that they did split up. However, excellent news. Uh, they were spotted holding hands. Oh, no. No. Wait. Oh, this is all. This is sorted, man. Olivia Wilde spotted with Jason Sudeikis after holding hands with Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. What are, what are we to what are we to think? Harry Styles. Wait, who was holding hands with Harry? Olivia, Olivia. or Jason? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. She's looking for man. somebody younger. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Uh, 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 great show. Great show, uh, Ted Lasso. Funny, heartwarming. Everybody's likable in it, even like the douchebags who are not likable. Yeah. Like, it's a great show. It's it's one of those like heartwarming shows, you know, but still funny. Yeah. Even the people you. Yeah. Yeah, what else uh, you got, Dave? Another one for me. Um, I'm looking at my list. Shits Creek. Yep, Shits Creek's on my list as well. Another heartwarming show. 
Yeah, that was wonderful. Did you watch the um, very funny? Did you watch the uh, post uh, series uh, wrap up? Oh no, I forgot about that. Watch it, man. It's forty five minutes long. You'll cry like a baby. Yeah, it's really good. All right. Um, The show Dave, which I've told you about several times to watch. I I think you're just recommending it. Yeah, you're just recommending it because of the name. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Fucking lame, man. It's based off of a YouTube rapper's life, Lil Dicky. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. And if there's something I hope is on my tombstone, it would be YouTube rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, okay. Two more for me. Chef Show, which Mo knows. Mo knows what I'm talking about. Do you watch that, John? No, I should. And you know what? Um, I need you guys to once again remind me why. Uh, this is this is side side note here. Why I should watch the Great British Baking Show or whatever the hell it's called? Because Christine and I were looking at a trailer for it last week, and we were like, "Huh, we should maybe watch this." And then I remembered you guys were crazy about it. Uh huh. Because it's it's a competitive reality show that is nothing like an American competitive reality show. Yeah. yeah. Everybody is rooting for each other. It's super positive. There are some absolute train wrecks on there, but, yeah. but <laughs> anytime someone there. fails, everyone yeah. everyone feels super bad for them. Well, Nobody's like, like cheering. Someone else drops their shit and runs over to help them. Yeah, like, it's just it's super heart another heartwarming, right? It, yeah, yeah. It's just really positive. It's like it's more, you're hanging out with your friends and trying to make the best cookies you can. <laughs> it's more positivity in this shit-filled yeah, world, huh? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Oh, another good show, and I'm just going to jump in. A good cooking show, or a good show that's not necessarily no. a cooking show, but a show about food and culture and stuff is uh, 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 David. What's his name? The you know Dave, the Korean guy, Dave Chang. Dave Chang. Dave Chang. Uh, Ugly delicious. Well, no, he's got another one called Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner, and it's four episodes long. It's really good. Oh yeah, where he has like a guest and they just talk. Yeah, yeah they, they Seth they, Rogen and yeah, they pick a city and they go there and they talk all. They travel, just hang McKinnon. out in the city. Yep, they hang out all. And by the way, that Kate McKinnon, she's an odd duck. she's a little twitchy and a little like you're not sure if she's joking or if she's just because this is like she's just like this all the time and doing like the facial like the hand gestures and you're like is she yeah. is this part of is this part of her shtick or does she have like a mental tick you know yeah so anyway yeah who is she i forgot uh She's, saturday night uh night. super funny on snl the blonde one. Oh. yeah 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 all right dave what else she you played got later ginsburg didn't she yes yeah um yeah yeah where she was lifting weights with a q-tip yeah <laughs> It's like I gotta lift my weights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I guess I have a couple. I have a couple more. Yeah, I'm dominating this segment. Uh, what we do in the shadows. No, oh, I need to watch that. I know you guys have seen the. I don't have Hulu. The movie, right? Oh, the movie. Yeah, the yeah, movie. I saw the movie. Great. Yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah. 
The yep. TV show is hilarious too. It's so funny. Right on. And uh, my wife and I watched Justified this year for the first time. Nice. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, that was great. It was good. It was a good show. Is yeah, it you watched work. <laughs> is it about the what? A horse. Justified. No. Justified. Hey, Rand. So what's Justified. It's Timothy Oliphant being Timothy Oliphant. Doing his thing, man. Walking his cowboy walk, doing his cowboy thing. In a Kentucky town. Yeah. Uh, yep. What I love about that show is like season one, take it or leave it. The rest of it, amazing. Loved every season after that. Uh, the one with uh, Michael Yeah, I agree Rapp- with that. The one with Michael Rappaport was awesome because Michael Rappaport's oh, just, in, he's insane. <laughs> like in, in general, he's just yeah. an insane person. So his character was hilariously insane. Yeah. Yeah, I love that show. Man. Yeah, he was good. Right on. <laughs> it was good. Mo, what do you got? Anything oh, for Cobra shows? Kai. Cobra Kai. So you watched it? Yeah, all of it. Nice. That's next you know, on our queue. Ep- there's new episodes out. Yes. Yeah, do that in one night. <laughs> like so, I did. so Ethan has not watched Karate Kid yet. And Have you kicked him out of your house yet? Zach, Zach <laughs> has Zach has seen it. So. Our, we need. We've been talking about. We need to just sit Ethan down and make him watch Karate Kid, so then we can watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, you need to watch Karate Kid too, though, as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow. So they reference part two, huh? And perhaps three. I can't remember what's in three. Oof. Three is when they like. Uh, they. I saw that one in the theater, and they get trapped in like some. Some sort of. It's not good. I know that. Forest thing and water's like filling up a hole. Yeah. Did I glitch out? I glitched yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, for a second. You you stopped with your hands know. in the air. I remember the <laughs> I remember them being in the woods and like this water's filling up this thing and they're gonna drown in it. That's all I remember about Karate Kid Part Three. Does gotta Cobra... kick his way out, I guess. <laughs> does Cobra Kai does Cobra Kai come back in part three? I don't know. I I thought it did, but maybe not. What's Maybe Cobra not. Kai? Is that the, the is that the, that guy's dojo? Yeah, yeah. the bad the bad oh, dojo. Okay. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's uh, so good. It is so good. I've heard it's good. I've never watched it though. I haven't watched the the show. And Johnny Lawrence, that like that dude, he should get a freaking Oscar. Yeah. For a television <laughs> show performance. <laughs> Who's Johnny Lawrence? Uh Bob Zabka. I don't know his name. Yeah, something Zabka. Oh, or... Bob Zabka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, he's, he's so good. Man, he was always the best asshole in the 80s movies. Yeah. Like he was in a he was in a bunch of <laughs> 80s movies and he always played the asshole. There was well, one he... there was one movie where he walked around with leather gloves. Yeah. There there was an, uh, the other he was uh he was the boyfriend in in a uh, uh, European vacation and he was an yeah. asshole. Man, he was the best. And he's back at it now, and he's so good at it as still being an 80s asshole in 2020. That's awesome. <laughs> Which is amazing. He was uh, he was in How I Met Your Mother. Was, was he? he? Yeah. Because Barney, um, Neil Patrick Harris's character, mm-hmm. was obsessed with, with Zab. Nice. Like, he played himself. 
awesome. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's it's just super entertaining, and every single one of those episodes ends with a goddamn cliffhanger, like Stranger Things did. <laughs> really? Or you're just like, now we gotta watch the next one. Nine. <laughs> so I watched all ten. Nice. What else you got, Mo? Um, the repair shop, BBC. Repair I haven't shop. even heard of that. Yep, Netflix. I have to take some notes. So what is is really delightful? What is it? So there's this barn somewhere where they put a bunch of Las Vegas sort of show lights on the outside that says repair shop. Yeah. And frumpy old British people bring their their uh, treasured heirlooms that are in a horrible state of disrepair to this place, and they're they've got the the usual suspects basically that like some furniture repairs a metal worker uh ceramics uh restorer uh like there's you know i'm looking i'm I'm looking at the trailer now and i like how they dress like old-timey yeah you know carpenters it's well it's just the one guy that does that the other is he's kind of a douche waffle (laughs) But all the others, like they're so good at their thing. All right. Yeah. Am I gonna screw things up if I switched? If I switch to my phone, am I gonna I screw think. some stuff up? No, do your thing. We'll I'm gonna keep, get better. We'll, I'm gonna try to join with my. Yeah, all we'll right. keep talking. I'll see you in a minute. All, all right. right. What else? What else you got, Mo? So that was repair shop. Um, oh well, we want. I mean, the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, everybody's talking about that. I still haven't watched it. Oh, it's. That's another one, like it, it's like remarkably positive, yeah, which is horrifying <laughs> because the entire time I kept waiting for somebody to assault her. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because that's just well, yeah, that's yeah. American storytelling and also American reality. Yeah, yeah, and it just never happened. Right, like it was artificially false in the end. Or like right. artificially, sorry, artificially positive. Yeah, but uh, but it was still pretty. I mean, it, oh, the story the story's great, so very cool. Um, these are all Netflix, right? And Chef Show. Yeah. I watch. I I turn the Chef Show on every day, as just background noise in my house while I'm working. Nice. Yeah, because I can't, I can't take the silence. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not anymore. Uh, TV. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've watched anything on Hulu. Well, I don't have Hulu. I don't think I've watched anything on Amazon. Yeah. Probably the other thing would be Disney Plus, so Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I, I adore that series in a way that is just, you know, not right. I love it's how it ended. Thing. Yeah, I, right? Mm-hmm. And I, there's more story to tell there, and I'm sure they will in some capacity. But yeah. I was like, this is badass. Like two, tw- is it eight or 10 episodes? Eight, I think, right? I think eight. Yeah. So 16 episodes, this this arc, story arc, mm-hmm. comes to an end. There's another story beginning. And probably some of these other things will pop up somewhere along the way. Who knows? Yeah. Um, it's It gets such good serial writing. Yeah, totally, and, man. And it takes place in the Star Wars universe that 
I love, which is the dirty, old looking, yep, kind of timeless one that like that reminds me of Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. it, like it, it, could, er, er. it could be a thousand years ago. It could be a thousand years from now. It you know it doesn't really have a nothing about what people wear is identifiable in, in, with any era. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, and everything looks worn and lived in, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of authentic to a certain degree, yeah. you know, so, and, yeah. and, the, and the people are all a mess. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. I see Dave. I see Dave. He's touching the screen now. Yep. Ooh, iPad. So fancy. Still Couple can't hear him though. He's moving his mouth, but uh, the most common phrase of 2020 was also, you're on mute. So. <laughs> oh, well, he's, he's uh, still kidding, yeah. No, Dave, I don't know if you got preferences, but you got to check those out. In the meantime, what else you got, Mo? Um, might that be it? Because it might. I feel like I've watched a lot, but I just don't remember. Oh, The Crown. That was another one. I think my I think my wife and the sister are watching that. It's good, man. I so royal family, like I don't give two shits about yeah. right gossip media. And yeah. the royal family is nothing but like the inquirer on crack. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, it was it was good. Yeah. Is that over now or are they making more? Um I don't know. I All think right. if they make more, it would be pretty weird. Because, like, that's really current. Yeah. Because yeah. the last season was, I mean, most people watching it were alive to remember a lot of that. <laughs> Dave's struggling still. Yeah. See ah. Oh, there you he is. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can hear him now. Stupid thing. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, we're moving on then. Moving on. Uh, yeah, probably. All right. Something else I watch. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. HBO. Yep. What's it called? The Unbinding or the Undoing? The Undoing. I think that's Undoing. Yeah, yeah. I never heard of that one. What's that? Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Oh yeah. Okay, I have heard of that. Yeah. And it's like this kind of suspense thriller type thing. Yeah. It's it's good. It I think it's probably not as great as I mean, my opinion, as uh some have made it out to be. Right. Um because oh I don't know. There's 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 a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, you know, like it things just feel kind of contrived, but it is still you know, it's the if you can just go for the ride, go along for the ride if you're cool with that. Yeah. You know, just, and oh, and here's a twist. <laughs> yeah. There's always a twist. <laughs> um, it's a good, it's a good time. It's like six or eight episodes, six episodes, I think. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. But we're recording. Uh, no, no, just uh, got a response from the text. Cool. Is it Dana? Uh, uh, this is great. My name's Matt, and I'm in real estate. Just checking out to see if you were planning on keeping the house. Oh, jeez. So, somebody, somebody asked me about that today too, and I was just like, "Stop texting me." 
Uh, now I gotta block him. Oh my See, goodness! You guys can hear me okay right now, right? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Okay. All right, we're we're moving on to my yeah. uh, picks for TV, and uh, so so Dave already mentioned Ted Lasso and uh, the flight attendant. Uh, no, and Shit's Creek. I'm going to mention the flight attendant. Uh, really? Yeah, the flight attendant's fantastic. And uh, really? Yep, yep. On HBO Max, it's wonderful. And Mo, you should watch it. Uh, Dave, you should watch it after the kids are in bed. Um, it's a it's a fun little caper, you know. Ooh. And and, uh, okay. and, it's, and it stars uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who is yep. on the Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. She does yeah. the she does the voice for Harley Quinn in the excellent Harley Quinn. Uh, TV show, and uh, it's it's great. It's part comedy, part mystery, part like drama. Man, it's really fun, really fun show. Is it like a one season and done kind of thing, or is it? Uh, apparently, it's been renewed for a second season. Uh, okay. it, it oh. could it could very well have wrapped up at the end of the first season. Well, it's um, based off of a book. Like it's oh, is the it? first season? Is, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, it's it's. Too- it, it's super entertaining. Uh, watched it with Christine. We both loved it. We thought it was cool. excellent. She was on uh, Conan's podcast and she bought the rights to that show when she saw the cover of the book in an airport. <laughs> wow. Okay. She was nice. like, I don't know what this book is about, but I want the rights to it. Somebody get it. <laughs> nice. It's it's excellent. I'm glad she did because she's she's excellent in it. Like really? like she okay. she's like an wow. actor. She's like an acting tour de force in this in this shit, man. Wow, all right, it's really good. It's one of my favorites. Um, speaking of Kaylee Cuoco, uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon is no joke. It's it's terrific. Um, uh, the first couple episodes uh, are just you're you're like, oh, is the is the shtick just that they're going to swear all the time, right? Is that is yeah. that is that is that the hook here? Um, but once once the show kind of gets its legs and starts moving. It's amazing. It's really, really good. And I'm, I've, I've got, I've got so much damn comic book fatigue that I didn't really want to watch this, but Klaus talked me into it, and I'm glad he did. Season two of uh, Harley Quinn is is one of the best seasons of television I've ever watched. It's really good. <laughs> um, another HBO. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another HBO thing is I'll be gone in the dark, and um, this is if you want to just get creeped the fuck out. Um, this is uh, a documentary. It's it's a six part series about uh, Patton Oswalt's now deceased wife Michelle McNamara and yeah. her and her search for the Golden State Killer. Um, oh yeah, man, it's riveting. Like like episode two will just like give you nightmares. Uh, it is. It's. Uh, I mean, and it's all like reality, right? It's all. Um, it's a documentary, you know, so it's all real shit that happened in California in the seventies. And it's terrifying, man. It's I'm fucking terrifying. A, I'm giving you a negative percent chance. I have, <laughs> I have a better chance calling them gifts than I do watching that. <laughs> yeah, I figured, but man, it's, 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 if you like true crime stuff um, and mysteries and you know, Christine, she's all into the serial killer thing, but you know, do you ever get worried about that? Yeah, I've I've, I've considered <laughs> it. <horror> yeah. Movies. <laughs> yeah, I've considered it. Um, uh, another one that I really loved was uh, Atlanta. Um, I don't know if the second season took place in 2020, but that's when I watched it. I watched seasons one and two. Um, Atlanta is uh, it's it's typically on FX, but I watched it on Hulu. It stars Donald Glover. 
and he plays a uh, um, uh, kind of down on his luck uh, dude who wants to manage his cousin, who is an aspiring rapper. Um, and uh, and it's really good because it's about that for maybe the first half of the first season. And then all that stuff kind of takes, you know, takes the backseat to just whatever wacky adventures they're going to go on each episode. And it's really good, man. Really good. Uh, and then uh, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, man. Um, when it first started, I was like the first season. Oh, yeah. I, so the first season, I was afraid it was like just too precious, you know, um, too showy, too jazz hands for me, yeah. you know. Um, but it sure got better. And, uh, by the end of season, yeah, by the end of season three, I was like, this is, this is marvelous. Eh, eh, eh. Created by the woman who created, uh, Gilmore Girls. All right. All right. And I'm currently (laughs) rewatching. Of course. I might watch it with you. (laughs) You should. Uh, We're about to recommend it by two people. I'm like, you know what? There was one time I texted John because I saw the classifieds no, i was on craigslist someone had all vhs tapes with all the girl gilmore girls episodes recorded <laughs> it was free you just had to come pick it up did you do it no i i texted john from arby's like hey you want to do this with me and he was like stop texting me at work <laughs> this was great I've, 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 I've heard, times. man. I've heard. And I think I've told the story that Yeski used to be late to uh, mm-hmm. ba- band rehearsal because he was watching Gilmore Girls back in whenever yeah. it was, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and then the last thing was, uh, this was the year that Archer got good again. Um, last few seasons of Archer kind of went off the reservation, but this season was awesome. I've never seen a full episode. Oh, uh, my God. It's the best. I didn't realize it was still going. Yeah, man, it's got, it's got like another two seasons in it um, coming Holy up. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, so they they did a few seasons that seemed like really like really good ideas. Like Archer went into a coma, and yeah. so like the next three seasons were yeah, like, like different themes. themes. Yeah, one of them was like a like a noir theme thing. Took place like in old Hollywood. Uh, another one was uh, like tropical island themed, where you know they were going on fucking adventures there. And then the third one, I think, was in space. Um, and the space one wasn't good at all. Um, but now they're back. Pam Poovey's still kicking ass. Uh, it's it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, you guys want to read somebody's submissions? Sure. Sure. All right. This first one is... Uh, this first one's from Lag. I mean... Because let's just like rip off the band-aid, right? <laughs> I, I, I assume I assume like uh, used a spell check though. So well, I'm uh, glad it's not me reading it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it says, uh, "Good evening." Presumably throbbing hardests. All right. Uh, for convenience sake, I've made my stuff of the year list into point form. No headers, no organization, just somewhat brief point form. So He's number one. Guy. Yeah, point one. 2020 is fucking over. Number two. Grasshopper manufacturer and Suda51 ported No More Heroes 1 and 2 to the Switch. I just got my year uh, end of year briefing from Nintendo in my box yesterday. 
don't know what that means. Even though the ports only came out in October, November or No More Heroes One was my second most played Switch game of all 2020, second to Animal Crossing. Oh, the end of year briefing. I got you. I got you. So at the end of the year, Nintendo sent everybody oh, okay. uh, a note saying, "Here's here's uh here's what you played this year." Uh, number three, did I mention that 2020 is fucking over? Number four, serving an eviction notice to a spray-painted orange with the brain of a pig from the White House. Oh, I you got to do that, huh? Thanks, Leg. Yeah, I guess uh, Canada was getting really <laughs> close to reenacting the War of 1812 and burning that fucker to the ground. Uh, point five, 2020, it's fucking over. Uh, number six, Almost five years after pledging to it on Kickstarter, Freeze Pop's new album was released, and it is an amazing 80s-inspired synth-pop masterpiece. Number seven, yeah, death to 2020. Number eight, The Mandalorian Season 2 was amazing once it got its footing, and the season finale, he, sa- he said finally. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, number nine, have I said fuck I 2020? Play. I Go did ahead. like Mandalorian. Yeah, we talked about that while you were on Safari. Oh, all right. Uh, you missed it, Dave. It's all over. Uh, That's fine. Number ten, Halo. It was fine. Halo Master Chief Collection for Steam helped reignite my love for the franchise, and it works better than either the Xbox One or Windows Store versions. So, how about that? Uh, Eleven, uh, number eleven, twenty twenty blows. You get the joke. Yes, we got it. Um, and then uh, <laughs> number twelve. Got it the third time. <laughs> to twelve already. Okay. Yeah, number 12, the announced and released the and they announced and released the alpha for the spiritual successor to Left for Dead, Back for Blood. I played a few hours in the alpha, which I did stream, video on demand is on YouTube, and it was so fun. It was like putting a brand new pair of your favorite shoes. Putting on a brand new pair of your favorite shoes will be a day one purchase for me. And then number 13, 2021, it can't be as bad, right? Good evening, you lovely people, and I wish you all a strong drink and a lovely 2021. So, The Mandalorian, did any of you, or did either of you, any of you, there's only two of you, (laughs) either of you watch the the roundtable discussions at the end with all the directors? No, I haven't yet. I really want to. Outstanding. Yeah? Yeah, because you realize very quickly like why this is so good and it's because primarily it's because uh uh john favreau and uh dave Dave. filoni yeah or philly is that i don't know that's probably not the right filoni i don't know i don't know know. last name but primarily because those two are just like hardcore dave especially like super, super uh, in love with Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Like in a way that it's a it's a sacred thing to them. Mm-hmm. And not like a don't touch me, you nerd. Like, <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But like they they feel like there's a custodianship that's been passed to them that is extremely important that they don't screw it up. And they've got and several of the other directors have a similar type like they're like oh man star wars was the thing when i was a kid right but then they brought on some others that are like yeah you know i'm like i'm sort of a you know sort of aware of it i, I enjoyed the movies yeah. but, but not necessarily that um 
having that kind of a connection to it. Yeah. But we chose those directors because of their previous work and they absolutely killed it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to totally say his name wrong, but the, like the guy or yeah, the to Takaya Watiti or yeah. like, I can't yeah, remember his he, first name. Yeah, yeah. But he, he directed, or he was, he directed what we do in the shadows and Thor three. Yep. And like all that humor comes and, in. And that, exactly. Like, super just, dry humor is. Yeah. I love his other movies too. The other ones that he's like uh, all um, Hunt for the Wilder People. That movie is great. Yeah. So I just have a lot of respect for what they're doing and more or less kind of the the spirit with which they're pursuing the thing. And like to that end, it's like they're, they're doing the best thing. They truly, these are really gifted people with yeah. a lot of money behind them that <laughs> yeah. are truly doing the best they can and when they care that much i just don't like even the even a, a disappointing turnout is going to be excellent like i'm john, very happy um john favreau he did he did a long time ago he did a show where it was like dinner with directors yeah and that was super good he had <laughs> he had one on with um, rob zombie I was like, oh my gosh, I, I think Rob Zombie's amazing now. <laughs> like after listening to him talk yeah. about his movies and stuff. I think I threw away that shirt that he autographed. That what? somebody sent us. It had a big stain that, on it. That Rob Zombie autograph? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Riker gave it to us. Look at you. Yeah, <clears throat> for a long time, but there was a big stain on the front of it. And then I moved. Poop stain? Could be a poop stain. I don't know. Could be from the PCU. All right, so let's read another one here quick before we get into uh, movies. Or music, I, I mean. Music is next, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> hello, guys. As always, my personal disclaimer is although I experienced these games and movies, whatever, in 2020, does not mean they were released in 2020. So here we go. Games. Hellblade. Senua's R Sacrifice. This game started out rocky for me, and I've not finished it yet, but the 75% or so I've played, I've loved it. The Last of Us won. I see why some people didn't care for it, but I really enjoyed it. A nice mix of action and stealth with a good storyline as its base. Uh, Left for Dead 2. Yeah, not new at all. However, the Game Awards, there was an announcement for Back for Blood, which is basically Left for Dead 3. Made me want to play Left for Dead 2. Played a few campaigns with my daughter and my best friend. For a couple hours, the three of us had a lot of fun killing zombies. Uh, TV. Not too much TV stood out to me this year. A few series were good, but nothing super awesome to me. To be fair, I need to watch The Boys and The Mandalorian. Uh, I'm sure I had uh, had I watched them, they would be on the list. Maybe on 2021. Can it crispy? Oh, isn't that nice? Honestly, <laughs> who, is, who is this right now? This is tropism. This tropism. Okay. Uh, honestly, this is my favorite YouTube show. I laugh so much. Just silly fun. Uh, <laughs> Comics. I only read the Walking Dead comics, and Humble Bundle had the Walking Dead bundle, which included the entire series. I bought it and almost finished it all. The comics, much better than the show. 100% agree with that. Movie. Bill and Ted Face the Music. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I loved it. The very excellent Mr. Dundee. Oh, that's right, man. I've, oh, I forgot about that. I forgot oh, about yeah. this, too. Uh, no one else has probably even seen this, so I wanted to mention it. This movie is better than it has a right to be. It's silly, heartfelt, and makes fun of cancel culture, political correctness, and how shows like TMZ take things out of context to tear down a person 
in Hollywood. It is not another Crocodile Dundee movie. The cameos are awesome. Personal. My heart goes out to those who lost someone this year. My brother-in-law passed away in March, not from COVID. The hardest part was not being able to be there when he passed. Because of the COVID protocols at the time, no one was allowed into the hospital, so he passed away without family around him. That fucking sucks, man. That does suck. Uh, this year had its challenges, but overall 2020 for me was a decent year. Not trying to minimize any other person's experience, but for me it was pretty good. I was out of work almost for almost a year and found a great job with a good company in June. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work remotely, so I was able to work during the pandemic. The company stated that the IT department is permanently work from home no matter what, even after restrictions have been lifted. For me, this is a dream come true. I love my work, but hated having to commute anywhere from 30 to an hour, 30 to 60 minutes and a half, uh, or uh, sorry, 30 to an hour and a half one way every day. Having that wasted time, uh, drive time back every day is like a life raise instead of a money raise. For me, I will take a life raise over money anytime. Uh, a weird blessing in disguise was when my car was totaled in February. COVID made having a car unnecessary, so this was perfect timing. Both vehicles were totaled, but all people involved came out without a scratch. Literally no scratches, bruises, or anything. I ultimately got several thousand of dollars for my car than I would have if I traded it in and was able to get a three-year-old vehicle with almost no miles for just a little more than the insurance the company gave me. Nice. <clears throat> this will come across as pandering, but honestly, what has kept me sane and happy for the past several years, not just for 2020, is the Mojo Forums and Discord channel. We'll go from consoling someone due to a life crisis to congratulating them on having a baby to making fun of someone for their eating habits and then debating, not really a debate, about how gross it is to be barefoot at the office. <laughs> I it's love how much crap you give a fan of for that. <laughs> uh, for, the, for, the record, for the record, it's gross. Uh, it's also, it's also turned into an excellent resources resource for recipes and tech support. I do want to take the time to tell Mo something. Here I am. Uh, since you don't log into the forums <laughs> or discord, you never get to see how much we all enjoy you when you are on the show. Since John will read this to you, I want you to know that we all love you and appreciate you and what you have done for the podcast over the past 15 years. Oh, isn't that nice, Mo? you believe that, though? <laughs> Do I believe? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, and, and in fact... Uh, well, actually, it'll be, it'll be 15 this coming July. Yeah. I, always, I always thought the first podcast was in 2004, though. No, it was 2005, because that's when I moved back. Well, then, then it'll be... And it, uh, was like, yeah. it was like two weeks after I moved back. Yeah, so that'll be 16 years this July, then. No, 15th. I don't Well, I mean, if it's 2005, you yeah, know, but it's, it's one year in 2016 or 2006. Uh, okay, you got it, you got it, you got it. Uh, with that, thank you, John, Mo, Dave, and Klaus for having the best little corner of the internet. Tropism. And I'm, I, sh I shouldn't read his, his PS here because it's really offensive. Um, he says Heathcliff is dumb. Wow. I know. That's another thing That's we debate about cool. Mo is, is the Heathcliff thing, but you know about that. Cat there goes, there goes your best comments, comics of 2020. Heathcliff. <laughs> Not a debate. You just humor them. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to music. Uh, I'll go first this time. Uh, my list is relatively short. I was going to uh, say, I don't have a long music list. I forgot about music. 
Yeah. The, <laughs> the first one is Chaim, Women in Music, Part 3. Uh, maybe my favorite album of the year. Uh, just th- three chicks who can just make great pop songs, you know? Cool. Like really great, well-constructed pop songs that don't overstay their welcome. They're not corny. They're not cheesy. You know, they're just good pop songs. And I can dig that, man. I get I get their shit stuck in my head all the time. Uh, love it. I listened to that album. I haven't listened to their summer. new album at all. Oh, it's so good. I listened to it all summer long, man. Uh, this one surprised me. Uh, Pearl Jam's Gigaton. I was expecting it to just be another mediocre, you know, I'll listen to it a couple times and then put it on the shelf. But it was remarkably good. Um I, and based on the previews that I listened to, they released a couple songs before they put the album out. I was like, oh, here we go again. It's not great. Uh, but then the whole album came and I was like, you know what? This is actually a really good, cohesive album. Uh, really good songwriting and really interesting stuff they did on it. Um, they took some chances, you know. Uh, Jason Isbell, Reunions. Uh, this guy, I feel like, is one of the best, uh, you know, songwriters around these days. Um, I know, you know, he's a country guy, but, uh, um, oh, he's good. He's so good, man. I, I, next time he comes to Minneapolis, if that ever happens again, I need, to, <laughs> oh, I, man. I need to make a point of going to see him. I watched his show. They, uh, the current, the current, um, streamed his show from, uh, what's it? The armory, uh, downtown. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and it was so good. Um, they they played uh, they played it um, a couple months ago, and I watched the whole thing. It was it was so good, man. That guy's the best, and a hell of a guitar player too. Jesus Christ, he can wail. Remember when uh, we used to go to First Avenue? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Um, that was fun. That all was my, fun. All my work chats where I have the video up. Uh, my background is a different Minneapolis landmark that I wish I could go to. Uh, uh-huh. and, and the front of first Avenue is one of them. Um, yeah, I miss that place. I was down there a couple of weeks ago to go to the depot and get Kevin Smith's $50 cheeseburger. <laughs> What's that? How was it? I, it was a good burger, man. It was a good burger. And I didn't, I, I, I think I've said this before, but I didn't feel like such a dork simply because all the profits go to the depot to support them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome that he did I, that. Yeah. I guess the depot actually reached out to him and requested yeah. that he bring it there. So, um, that was cool. Uh, Bob mold blue hearts. I love it when Bob mold is angry and ragey, you know, cause he's just like an, an old dude who gets pissed off and fucking rocks the fuck out. And a lot of his music sounds the same, but I don't care. Uh, it's, it's still great. And, uh, this was his, uh, this was his angry Trump album, you know? Just fucking pissed off at the world, and I loved it. And then finally, <coughs> um, this one requires a little explanation. Um, you guys know I'm a big Faith No More fan, and yep. um, Mike Patton from Faith No More, his first band was called Mr. Bungle, and they were formed when he was in high school. And when they were in high school, they released an album called The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. It, was, it wasn't really an album. It was more like a demo. It was like a cassette demo that they put out. And that demo was so good. And it got passed around California so much that it was that demo that fell into uh, Faith No More's hands. They heard that demo and they were like, we need to get that singer. 
So like fresh out of high school, he joined, he joined Faith No More. Well, anyway, uh, you know, 40 years later, almost, uh, Mr. Bungle uh, re-recorded The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny and uh, put it out. And it's so good. I mean, it's, it's like freaking speed metal and shit. <laughs> But my God, it's so good. And I was, I'm just like, if I could write, if I could have written and played songs like this in high school, man. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like the lyrics are great. Well, I mean, you know, the lyrics aren't, you know, it's, it's not, it's all tongue in cheek kind of stuff, you know? Oh, okay. So, uh, but musically it's amazing. And if you go back and listen to some of Mr. Bungle's stuff that they did in the early and mid nineties, it's incredible. Like composition wise and stuff, these guys were it's so weird that they grew up in like Eureka, California, which is not, you know, known as like a cultural hotbed. It's known as like a meth hotbed, but, um, (laughs) but they grew up in this town and they were all like virtuosic musicians, you know, just incredibly talented musicians. Hmm. Um, So it's so bizarre. Uh, But anyway, great album. Great album. Uh, Dave, you want to go next? Uh, Sure. Um, I'm a big fan of Phoebe Bridgers. She put out a new album yeah, this year called Punisher. It's my number one. It's super good. Yeah. That was my, that was my number one listen on Spotify this year, apparently. Yeah. Listen to that got me through a lot of dark work mornings when I'm in the basement by myself, not seeing anyone. Um, and the other band that I listen to a lot of the front bottoms, the front bottoms yeah it's two it's two guys the name they put out a new album called in sickness and in flames this year it's ridiculous it's about them doing drugs and breaking up with people but like i (laughs) i don't know for whatever reason it just like clicked with me yeah i there they they put on every year they do this concert called the champagne jam in like around philadelphia okay and they did a live streaming event this year and it was like 15 bucks for five hours of music and like 10 or 12 bands and so i did that and that was it was pretty good yeah it was the first um and then i also became a patreon member for manchester orchestra that's the first time i've ever done that and i like that it was it was cool like they released two live or two demos a month and like they've dropped a few surprise live albums yeah they're like, oh, here we recorded ten songs live. Here's, here's the wave files and artwork that goes along with them, which is pretty awesome. Like, I honestly, I'm only doing the five dollar a month tier, but like, it, I just think it's cool. Yeah, and it's a nice way because they can't play shows right now, and like, I don't know, trying to figure out how to support bands. Yeah, man, there are a lot of those mid level musicians who are just like doing whatever they can yeah. to scrape by. You know that? Uh, yeah, that's... exactly. That uh, Zola Jesus uh, chick who, you know, came from Merrill and Wassa area. And she's, uh, you know, she's doing the same thing. She's got a Patreon. She's got like, she's like makes things and fucking sells them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, she's yeah. just, she's just doing what she can. She's recording, you know, demos and stuff. And, and it's also like, it's, it's also interesting uh, based on like her account, at least the Spotify effect, you know, where she's like, I don't fucking make any money on Spotify. You know, I got to get like yeah. a bill. I got to bill get a billion streams to make a dollar, you know? So yeah. fucking whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> so anyway, so yeah. a few bands I've been trying to get their vinyls this year, just trying to be more intentional about buying brand new music and not just using Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course, you guys are going to hate this, but Taylor Swift dropped two albums on us this year, guys. She sure, she sure did. Brother, brother and a sister album. <laughs> which are both pretty good. It's like the same album, though. I mean, it's yeah. like a just continuation more songs of the first album. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. But it's good. Right on. Mo, what do you got? Music? I only bought one album that I can remember this year. <clears throat> yeah. And it went at the very end of the year. My favorite big band composer from Minnesota. Brian yeah. Seltzer? No. Big <laughs> Seltzer. <laughs> the, the squirrel nut zippers? No, Maria Schneider. Uh, oh. Data Lords. Right on. Uh, I, I remember you talking about her a few years ago, but... Yeah, she's uh, phenomenal. She lives yeah. in New York. I mean, and has for probably 40 years, but maybe longer. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, I think she's probably the preeminent... She's like, she is the preeminent big band composer and... Really? What's, what's her name again? What's that? What's her name again? Maria Schneider. She's from uh, Wyndham, Minnesota. Okay. I'll check her out. I'm right on. It's super good. All right. Should we? Uh, that's all you got? I think so. That's all I got. All right. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to uh, the submissions. You got pickle friction. Pickle Friction says, fuck 2020. Here's my shit of the year. Yo! <laughs> Pickle! Uh, his, his movie, his movie of the year is definitely the sequel I never knew I needed so badly. Bill and Ted face the music. I loved <laughs> the Bill and Ted movies when I was a kid. And then I went through a phase where I thought I was just too cool for it. And now I'm back full circle and realize how great these movies really are. Bill and Ted face the music wasn't just a good sequel, but it felt good. Uh, just felt good to watch and was a ray of positivity in an otherwise shitty world we live in right now. Be excellent to each other. Indeed. Uh, video games. Game of the year is easily Streets of Rage 4. As a huge fan of the wow. series, as a huge fan of the series, I never expected to see another installment. Not to mention a love letter to the series that entirely exceeded my expectations. The hand-drawn visuals look fantastic. The juggle combo system makes for some extremely hype gameplay. And the soundtrack, uh, which includes Yuzo Koshiro, the original composer, is nothing short of incredible. It has four-player uh, now, four-player local on and online. If you haven't played it yet? Totally worth it. Uh, TV Pen Fifteen Penis. Uh, like other shows and movies, filming had to be put on hold for this show. They did, however, release half of season two this year. It's quickly become one of my favorite shows of all time. If you haven't watched it yet, it follows two 13-year-old girls play- played by 33-year-old women who also happen to be the creators of the show. It takes place in 2000 and starts with the first day of middle school. <laughs> all exaggerated for humor, it also is an unabashedly honest at portraying how 13-year-olds can be and what puberty can feel like. Make no mistake, this is an extremely adult show. Did I mention all the... <laughs> Did I mention all the kids around the main characters are played by age-appropriate actors? It's hilarious. After seeing episode three, I was convinced this show was incredible. You can't get more 
a more realistic masturbation scenes than this. And the things these actresses do for the sake of a laugh are incredible. It also has one of the best episodes dealing with race I've seen on a show. And it tackles things like this quite often while staying lighthearted. <clears throat> I will be honest with you. It's a bit of a love or hate kind of thing. These two main actresses are also my age. so The show is very relatable and nostalgic for me, which could also contribute to my love for it. Some of the things in the show relating to it being 2000 just aren't going to resonate with everyone. And I understand that. Try it out. Music. I have a few mentions here. This year in music for me was mostly revisiting old favorite artists and seeing what they're up to these days. Notable mentions are LaRue's new album, Supervision, with the single that got me hooked, Automatic Driver. Redman's three-track album, Three Joints, which includes It's a Banga and Slap the Shit Out Ya and Zugga. All very good. <laughs> My favorite quirky <laughs> pop-punk artist, Bobby Kahn, came back out of nowhere with his first album in eight years, Recovery. And it's fantastic. As mentioned before, the Streets of Rage 4 soundtrack is amazing, and I listen to it a lot. However, if I had to pick a single song to call my favorite and to represent me in 2000, it would have to be... Mo, what's it going to be? Uh, who, who... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd have it right on the tip of your tongue. It's Pickle Friction. It's going to be WAP by Cardi B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn, that shit is dope. Every time I think I can't like her more, she goes and pulls shit like this. She's easily dominating my list of favorite rappers right now. All right, guys, that's all I've got. I I Hope listened to that song Christmas. for the first time. Yeah? What'd you think? I was like, whoa, this is the song that everybody's talking about? Whoa. <laughs> uh, I've never heard it. I, I, I'll go listen to it. Give it, give it a listen. Watch all the right. video. <laughs> watch the video? All right. <laughs> yeah, watch the video. All right, all right. The video, yeah, the song just by itself, you're like, I don't really understand what's happening, yeah. but the video will explain it. All right, uh, Gruel is up next. Gruel More had... than, uh, instructional, <laughs> sort of so, training, so I should have my wife watch it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right. uh, Gruel <laughs> has the next one. He's uh. For TV, he says "Last Dance." So this is the Michael Jackson uh, documentary. Oh, that, oh, I watched that too. That was really good. Yeah, it's on my queue. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the Last Dance. Uh, this lived up to the hype. Uh, this is as nuts and bolts as it gets about his career and legacy. But MJ was so above the sport, and this presented in such a unique format that anyone can get into this. <clears throat> uh, music finally catching Metallica's "Through the Never" off Netflix awesome Metallica concert movie with a lengthier music video thrown in as a mini movie movie. I think Dave and I are going to talk about this one. Palm Springs, a refreshing oh, yeah. twist, a refreshing twist on the time loop genre game. Mortal Kombat 11 played a ton this year with nonstop support from NetherRealm that added several characters, a worthy storyline expansion and cross platform online play and licensed movie actor skins from several of the actors of the original 95 movie, all combined to me frequently revisiting the game. Comics tracked down the last few trades of The Preacher and devoured it. Man, I love that, that series. Such a good series. Uh, all right. Shall we mosey on over to movies? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to take silence as consent, and uh, we're going to start yes. with Mo. We're going to start with Mo. You got anything there? Uh, watch Soul. That was good. Pixar. 
Yeah, I watched that last uh, week. It was decent. Did it make you guys miss Aaron as much as it made me, Hilden? Always. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, mean, uh, I associate Pixar with he and Justin all the time. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Yeah. So that was good. Um, uh, uh, there was, oh, it's Christmas. I mean, it's, I have no idea when it came out, but it's a Christmas movie. Just one day when I was cooking, just looking for something to play in the background, right? Yeah. Animated, yeah. apparently a nominated for uh, an Academy Award. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Named after our favorite person. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Like it's a cute, uh, kind of charming story. Wait, which one? Which movie? Klaus. Klaus. Oh yeah, uh, we watched that this year too. It was pretty good. I'd never heard of it before. I'm like, oh, I'll see what this is about. It was really great. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really watch much as far as movies go this year. Yeah. Oh, man, I watched I'm a lot sure of movies. I saw a few others, but I just, honest to God, I don't remember them. Right on. All right, I'll I'll go. Wait, I think I'm trying to get this in the right order. I think I'll go now, right? Um, sure, John. Sure. Is that, is yeah. that right? Go is that ahead. Right? I'm I'm trying to mix know. it up every every category. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Uh, to that uh, to the order. I right. noticed. So I'll make it quick. I got promising young woman. This movie could be my oh, favorite. I've heard about this. Oh my God, it's good. Could be my favorite movie of the year. Uh, it's right up there with the next one that I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's about uh, it's about a woman who she's 30. Uh, she dropped out of um, uh, med school like several years back for reasons uh, that she'll re- that get revealed later. Uh, and what she does is she goes out on the town, uh, gets pretends to get pissed up drunk. And uh, so guys try taking advantage of her, and then she scares the living piss out of them. Oh, I saw the trailer of that movie. Yeah, it's tremendous, uh, it, and it's and it's very much like. So it's not super realistic, obviously. Um, it plays more like a, a woman's revenge fantasy kind of movie, right? You know, uh, getting back at those scumbag dudes. And like Jennifer know. Lopez in the movie Enough? Did you, have you seen that one? <laughs> have not. Oh, have okay. Not. All right. Hmm. Uh, huh. Double Jeopardy with Winona Judd? Have you seen that? No, no. Not Winona. Who no. is that? Naomi. I don't know. One of the Judds. One of the Judds. The mom, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead. Uh, but it, I mean, it's excellent. And at the end, you just, you want to stand up and slow clap because, and you know, like I said, it's all very, it's, it's, I don't think it's meant to be realistic. If you could poke holes like a mile wide in this fucking movie, but like I said, it comes off as like a, like I said, a woman's revenge, uh, fantasy of it was, there's a long discussion about this on NPR. Yeah. Standing of it is that it's supposed it's a set it's a satire essentially yeah yeah pretty much it, it's it's taking that whole that whole angle of the but he's such a he, you know but he's such a promising young man i mean That's he's, ex- so yeah. he only yeah. raped her on this one evening yeah exactly well it was it was it would be I, terrible I, to undo his career he's, he's a he's a world-class swimmer 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Horrible. If were, something were to happen. To him. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's that makes they, me that, so mad. That's where the title came from. It came from that Brock Turner douchebag, right? right? The fucking yep. yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, and and it's it, a lot of it's very broad. I mean, you know, the beginning there's a scene where there are three dudes in a bar, and you know, it's kind of caricaturized, you know, and but at the same time, you're like, is it though? You know? Yeah. Like there, I know those. There are dudes like. Yeah, there are dudes like that. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, McLovin's in the movie. Remember McLovin from Superbad? <laughs> yeah. That poor bastard, he's just going to be known as McLovin the rest of his life. Um, but man, it's really good. Uh, the next one is uh, called Sound of Metal. And I didn't expect to really care for this movie at all. But man, so good. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Is it about the Pittsburgh steel industry? No, it's yes. not. Um, it Playing is about- metal. It is about like a doom metal drummer. He's in like a huh. duo with his girlfriend. She plays guitar and freaking quote unquote sings and he plays drums and uh, he suddenly starts losing his hearing. Just suddenly? Well, you know, over time, but all he's from all the no, drumming. Yeah, I mean, he, no, he notices it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's a, it, the whole movie is about him coping with that. And uh, I, this, like I said, this one and Promising Young Woman are the two best movies I watched all year. Um, I, if you watch this movie, I highly recommend uh, using headphones or earbuds. Um, I, I watched it. So later. you can lose hearing too. Yes. Well, so you can because exp- the sound design in this movie is so good because it oh. does a lot. It does a lot of it from his perspective, you know. Oh what, sure. What, yeah. Like how how he's hearing and what he hears, and uh, so I watched this movie late at night. Um, in the living room and when i do that i hook up my airpod work late at night i don't know if well you're watching movies he's working (laughs) i know Uh, very very late into the night but i have my earpods in right or my airpods and i hook them up to the apple tv and then i you know watch watch it through that and it was an amazing experience i'm so glad i did it that way it was completely by accident but um i'm glad i did um palm springs dave uh yes i loved it yeah, so I, I I got done watching it. And I was like, Dave would have loved that. It's it stars Andy Samberg, and uh, and I so I texted about Groundhog Digs. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I was just gonna say. So uh, you know, I when I got done watching it, I was I texted Dave and I was like, Dave, you need to watch you know uh, Palm Springs on Hulu. Watch it now. And he's like, Already did, son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that one was on my radar. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, I think Gruel mentioned it, or somebody mentioned it um it's a time loop movie basically it's like groundhog day every time you wake up you're back at the beginning of the day um but really funny really funny really clever really well done he gets stuck in the loop with a girl and uh and so they just have like wacky adventures and you know try to and then eventually try to figure out how to get the hell out of this loop you know it's really good um and it's on hulu uh trial of the chicago seven on netflix Oh, I have not watched that yet. I've, I really want to. Excellent. I just movie, haven't gotten man. around to it yet. Excellent movie. A uh, bunch of people are in it. Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. Um, uh, it's about, you know, the, the trial That's of the Chicago movie. seven that took place after the democratic national committee riots, uh, convention riots back in the sixties. Um, and uh, super funny. Um, it's, you know, you could poke holes in it and be like, oh, this isn't historically accurate or whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? It's a courtroom drama, man. It's really fun. <laughs> Aaron Sorkin wrote it, directed it. 
Yeah. So all the dialogue is as you'd expect, you know, um, but really apparently uh, I read an article with Sasha Barrett Cohen and he was saying that his character has like really cheesy lines. Yeah. And yep. like, he really said those in court, like they're actual quotes from him. Yeah. And he was just trying to make headlines to get yeah. as much eyes on the case as possible, I guess. Yeah, it worked. Uh, great movie. Super entertaining. Uh, Wolf Walkers. This is an animated uh, show on Apple TV Plus, and I'm sad that it's stuck on Apple TV Plus where nobody's ever going to see it. Um, <laughs> really well animated, like just really like it's got almost almost this like flat stained glass window kind of animation. Um, and it, uh, I, I think it, it takes place in Ireland, I think. Uh, I can't remember Ireland. Or it's Scotland. by the same people that made Secret of the Kells, right? I think so. I've never seen that, but that's when I read up on it. I haven't it. either. Um, but uh, this, man, I've seen this and I've seen Soul, and uh, my choice would go to Wolf Walkers, man. It's really good um, as far as like uh, Oscar stuff. Uh, Mank on Netflix, really fun movie. If you haven't seen Citizen Kane, uh, it's not going to mean anything to you, though. Uh, you're going to miss half the point, so uh, watch Citizen <laughs> Kane and then watch Mank. Uh, but it's really, really awesome. I loved it. I love that old Hollywood shit. Um, Uncle Peckerhead, fucking great. <laughs> I've talked about this before. Uh, Riker turned me on to this for the, uh, for the Shocktober, and uh, what a great movie, man. I, I, I rarely watch movies twice. I watched Uncle Peckerhead twice. I, I thought it was fantastic. Super fun. <clears throat> uh beastie boys story also on apple tv plus a documentary uh and like kind of uh presentation by the beastie boys presenting you know the remaining surviving beastie boys presenting their career and their story on a lot on a stage in front of an audience and then showing video footage and clips uh a few moments in there that uh almost made me like uh ugly cry uh but mm. we'll, we'll skip along uh, and then finally, it's been mentioned a couple times, Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> of course, it's got to be on there. Never did I think this movie was going to happen. They've been talking about this movie for 15 years, and they finally made it. And, uh, and I got to watch it with Kevin, with whom I watched the first movies in the theater, the first two movies in the theater. Uh, so what's that? That's magical. It was. It was wonderful. He came over. Uh, we uh, watched it. Uh, and we got the, the Bill and Ted uh, hardcover coffee table book and, you know, <laughs> page through that. Uh, it was terrific. Uh, I loved it. Um, it, it was it was worth the wait. I thought it was a really good ending to the uh, to the trilogy. Dave, I believe it's you. And I'm looking at my list. I watched a lot of movies, but none. There seriously was not that many movies this year where I was like, dang, that was a great movie. Yeah. Um, I did really love Palm Springs. Yeah. I can't remember. I know I watched this in 2020, so, but it came out in 2019. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I loved that movie. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. Um, it was I, so good. There, There was that bit at the end that i wasn't super crazy about um when it actually turns into a quentin tarantino movie yeah yeah that part, <laughs> that part. yeah yeah yep um 
Uh, I really like Blinded by the Light. Okay. It's the it's a uh, it's the story of an Indian guy living in England, and he and he's a teenager, and he gets obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. All and right. Like and and like he finds Bruce Springsteen super relatable for his high school experiences. Really? Yeah, it's it's a really good movie. It's called Blinded by the Light. Okay. Um and then uh, I don't know, man. That might be it. All right. All uh right. Adam Sandler ma- made a movie that made me laugh this year, Hoobie Halloween. Hoobie <laughs> Halloween. It it had its moments. It had <laughs> oh, its moments. oh, okay. This isn't on my list for some reason, but Mo, I know this is your favorite movie of 2020. Eurovision. Oh my yes. Oh, it that movie. Is. That I movie was wonderful. I've watched I, it like at least eight times. I really, honestly loved that movie. Yeah, like it's delightful. Yes, it's super good. The music is actually really good. It is. And whoever Rachel McAdams' character is, I just adore her. Yeah, she's great. She's wonderful. And Will Ferrell is like, he's funny in that movie, but he's not ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous and funny. It's just, it's way more subtle, understated funny. Yeah. Even even in the moments that are ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's not like old school where he drops his no. pants and walks. You know, here's my yeah. Book. He's yeah. like an older, older ridiculous. It's, it's I don't know. so good. Yeah, nice. Eurovision. Man. That's for sure. That's my favorite movie of the year. Hands Have down. you seen it, John? No, I need to watch it. Christine watched oh. it with the kids one night uh, when oh. I was when I was gone, and they uh, loved it. Didn't they? Oh, they loved it, and I haven't gone back. That's it's the same I'm ready thing to that watch happened it again. It's the same thing that happened with uh, both the Spider-Man movies. They watched it without me, and I've just never gone back to them. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, you do really need to watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I don't know how to get you to watch that, but... That's uh, such I'll a good movie. It. That movie's fantastic. It. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, it might be my favorite Spider-Man movie, honestly. All right. All oh, right. I, and, I would agree with that. Well, considering there have only been... Well, I haven't seen part two yet, so the first one was the only like good one i thought uh yeah I, the first but, sam raimi one was fine it was fine yeah it was fine uh at the I, time it was mind-blowing yeah yeah um all right cp wilson he's up next uh he's gonna say you may hear some say 2020 was a terrible year for me it was the most wonderful year as I welcomed my baby girl into the world and bought a pair of AirPod Pro wireless <laughs> earbuds. <laughs> I love that. It's fucking great. Uh, it's a feeling like nothing else. Uh, oh, okay. I get, okay, he's, he's going to explain this a little more. Uh, it's a feeling like nothing else, holding someone so small and delicate in your hands. Designed I to... about the, like, because, you know, they fit right in your ears and it's like you don't have to, there's no wires and it's super amazing designed to deliver active designed to deliver active noise cancellation for immersive sound the airpod pro 2 (laughs) features a transparency mode that lets me hear my daughter's tiny sleeping breaths while i listen to super heart super the hardest at 3 a.m 
When I hold her in my arms, I feel like we fit together perfectly, as if handcrafted by the universe itself. Just like the customizable fit of the AirPod Pro 2's flexible silicon tips that conform to the shape of your ear, creating an exceptional seal for superior listening experience. The long nights in the dark are never lonely when I can check into Super the Hardest Discord and watch all my favorite TV shows in GIF form. Thanks, lag. Or salivate over, <laughs> or salivate over photos of everyone's uh, delicious cooking while I try to silently eat toast without getting crumbs in the bed. My stuff of the year is my daughter. Best stuff of my life, and it's only been six months. Oh, I'm going to toast that one. I'm going to put a nice yeah. big toast on there. Look at that. Toast it. All right. Next up, we've got Tex. Oh, boy. He's going to start with music. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He says, uh, Brian Fallon, Local Honey. Brian is, was the singer for the Gaslight album. Uh, or anthem, sorry. Gaslight Anthem. I've enjoyed his other solo stuff, but I think he really hit his stride on this album. I picture dancing with my daughters at their weddings to When You're Ready. Volbeat, Die to Live. The pure, uh, the fun, pure rock energy of Volbeat with special guests from one of my favorite frontmen, Neil Fallon. Don Williams, Tulsa Time. I love country music from the 50s to 90s. A fun steel guitar line throughout the whole thing and a good groove. And then finally for music, Mo Anointed. Uh, this has just, become just that one. Yeah, he said this has become my favorite track on Odemo. Somehow knocking Puse <laughs> out of that spot. Puse is a sexy ass track, though. All right, games. He says Need for Speed Carbon OG Xbox still keeps on giving. I had a Need for Speed itch, and this game has been scratching it. A short hike, yes, a short hike was awesome. My daughter will occasionally get a kick out of playing a game, and this is her favorite. She loves walking and jumping around as a bird, and I dig the story. Retro Bowl. I do the majority of my gaming on my phone due to time constraints. This is Tecmo Bowl style, or this is a Tecmo Bowl styled video game on iOS and Android. It has a good, well-paced play and a bit of sim built in, allowing you to do front office work, hiring staff and players, managing fan happiness, free agents, etc., without being an overbearing factor in the game. TV, MTV's The Challenge, best show on TV. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was he was uh, discording about that. Are we verbing that now, Dave? Discording? Yep, we're discording that. All right. Uh, Christian James Hand, we all know how I love this guy and what he does, but in 2020, he really kicked ass. He found himself unable to do live shows, so he took the Instagram Live to keep him from going insane. This has turned into a daily music hangout with him breaking down some amazing songs. John Mayer is a regular, and he's actually managing Christian now. The most amazing moment was him doing a session on Prince's Let's Go Crazy. Two members of the revolution were in the chat dropping knowledge of recording and what it was like working with Prince. It was a crazy experience, and I feel lucky to have witnessed it. Getting to talk to you guys, I assume that means us. Uh, I'm not trying to blow smoke. It was so awesome being able to hang out with you guys. John has horrible taste in music, which was revealed a couple days later. <laughs> but overall, I was a little overwhelmed and yet had so much fun. That was a lot of fun. That, that was fun. It was. Uh, the Portal Pals. Our man Pickle Friction has a YouTube channel where he and his friends play video games and swear at each other. It's a lot of fun and you need to tune in. I've watched quite a few episodes of Portal Pals. Um, Discord, I can talk about how much I like Mo's butt without it being embarrassing in his presence. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I tell him to his face. So I do that. We're all good you. here, Tex. All right. Uh, we're on to video games. Dave, I believe you're up. Okay. Well, obviously, the PS5 plays a role in this yep. coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, what? Did you get yours? I did. I got it uh, the day it day came out. Yeah. All right, then. Yep. I had to sell my childhood on eBay, but that's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Demon Souls on it was awesome. Yeah. Graphics on that game are incredible. One of the best looking games I've ever played, I, I think. And you finished it. I did. Nice finished work, it this man. week. Yeah. Nice work. I haven't, I haven't touched it since Ethan and I like pounded our way through there at one level. I was killing myself though, staying up way too late, playing, <laughs> yeah. being like one more try. There's no loading times in the PS5. And so, yeah. I used to have that loading time where I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to go to bed and shut it off. And now there's no loading time. You just pop in and there it is. Yep. Um, uh, I finished Red Dead 2 this year. I know it didn't come out this year, but I really loved that game. Yeah. It was great. Um, Hades is really great. I don't agree with like every single video game website that gave it game of the year. Yeah, I don't but... get it. I mean, it's fun. I, I play it. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun I, game. I played it. It's cool. I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's just it. I don't see what makes it so goddamn remarkable. They get all they get all um, hot and bothered about the story and like the relationships in it. And like, it's okay, like I don't really get care about that stuff that much, and so people get I, really into that. Uh, I guess. Um, this was the year that I finally played a Dragon Quest game. Yeah, I yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven. How far did you get in that? It's good. Not not that far. Uh, probably like, uh, I mean, far for me. It was probably like 30 hours. Oh, but wow. But that game is like a lot of hours. You're not, you're not too far from the credits. Oh, really? Oh, probably got another, I don't know, 10, 15. Oh. And then after the credits, there's a whole, whole ton more. Well, I don't own it anymore, so. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> hey, you can... You can look at my PS5. Um, <laughs> and I was so excited that Tony Hawk 1 and 2 is was actually Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Yep, and it was actually good. They must have had some really amazing QA testers on that game. They must have, right? I mean, the best QA testers on that the team. The best. Yeah. The best. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that, that game, uh, that just made me so happy. And then I yeah. could still do some of the runs that I could do in high school or whenever it came out college. No, it yeah. was high school. Yeah. You know, I didn't even play it, the remake. I bought it. Ethan played the shit out of it, and I never got a chance to touch it. I remember Ethan really playing it. Yeah. Uh, Sekiro was the game that finally broke me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the one from game? I quit on the last boss. The, the one from game that you're not going to finish? Yep. Yep. It was too much. Uh, uh, guys, hold on. Uh, I think that's it. This isn't exactly official, um, it, but yeah. m many people are uh, many people are saying uh, uh, there are a lot of reports saying that uh, we have enough returns to project that both Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff will win. 
that's amazing because what I'm looking at right now it doesn't show that, but that'll be incredible. I yeah. know. I was wondering that too, but I think they're still counting Atlanta. Yep. Well, there's all those like three million early uh, early voting ballots. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be a lot of that. Yep. Uh, so and also another account. This is political polls, which is these guys know their shit. Uh, they've called uh, they've called it for Warnock, but not Ossoff yet. Nice. So anyway, moving along. That's uh, crazy. It's awesome. Uh, Mo, that's wild. Uh, I believe you're up, and uh, you may have some video games to discuss. Yeah, go vacation. Go vacation. Yeah, yeah. you told me about that, but I don't. I I gotta look it up. I forgot that you had told me about it. So it's an unfortunate story for me because being you know away from things yep and not buying them in the store because fucking pandemics yep um so the first copy i bought with no indication whatsoever arrived amazon arrives at my house and it doesn't work what only to realize that it's european region oh oh dang yeah like you motherfucker! Oh man! Well, then I had to buy it again. But now I'm paranoid because yeah. unless it says Region One, I don't even know. And so I had to go to eBay this time, and then it disappeared in the mail. Oh, seriously? But it did reappear uh, almost a month later. Yeah. And I love it. It's like Wii Sports, but times a hundred, you know. Dang, uh, why is it expensive? It's like seventy bucks on on Amazon. Yeah. So how did you hear about this? Well, I remember seeing it a long time ago, but I was looking for things that used motion control specifically. Yeah, yeah. And it's just got really great reviews. And I mean, I don't even, I don't even know where I'd start with it. It, so it's just around. It, it's kind of like. Pilot Wings and Wii Sports and uh, ten, 1080. Remember that snowboard game, 1080? Yeah, oh, I love yeah, that totally. game. Yeah. Yeah. And that. It's like all these in Mario, te- well, not quite that fancy, but Mario Tennis and all this stuff just crammed into one. It's 50 bucks digitally. Yeah. yeah. So oh. it's fantastic. Um, I've used none of the motion controls yet because you can't use them right away. You have to unlock them. What? And that seems to be the case with a lot of games, as it turns out. You That's can't bizarre. use them right away. You have to unlock them. Well, huh. you, they, need okay. to, they need to give you something to do. <laughs> but, right. uh. but there's a... So the premise is you're on this, right? You're on this resort island. And there are four different resorts. There's the beach resort, the mountain resort, the snow resort, and the city resort. Yeah. And so in each of those areas, you can do these different activities like rollerblading, skateboarding, um, air hockey. Yeah. uh, Snowboarding, skiing. um, And the mountain resort, like, is this gigantic ass mountain. And you can ride the chairlift half the way i've just like sit on it and watch look around the whole way there's like seven chair lifts 
it's just crazy or you can just skip you know skip that part you don't have to ride the chairlift yeah but the controls are quite good for what it is and in particular the skiing part of it um it's just it's really relaxing it's a nice fun. would the kids like it you think i do yeah okay i do so yeah i think that's really been my thing i bought a bunch of games but that's the one that i keep going back to and i haven't played half of them you know per the usual yeah, nice. <laughs> but I bought Overcooked 2, Mario Kart 8, Deluxe, yeah. or whatever that is. Yep, yep. Um, and I, you know, I finished that on the 100cc mode. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, Clubhouse Games. That's actually, that's, that's really good. Yeah, that's excellent. I love Clubhouse Games, man. Um, uh, oh, I bought because they were all twenty bucks. Uh, Katamari, Luminous, and Bomberman. Nice, nice. And, uh, I know there's more in there. Overcooked? Did I say Overcooked? Yep. Or two? Yeah. Or two? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then Ring Fit Adventure. Haven't played it yet, but oh, that thing's great, man! That thing's amazing. Uh, Mo, yeah. I, I, I think I, I suspect you might really enjoy Super Mario Maker too. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, so I had that on or the first yeah, you, on Wii oh, U. I remember you had oh, it you? on Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about and that. It's fun. Like, it's totally the thing that I would lose myself in. I just don't know when I would do it now. Well, another great thing about it is it's got like this whole story mode that's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And it's like just tons of these levels that were made by Nintendo, but they're sure. like it's like they were made by Nintendo if everybody who worked at Nintendo was on acid. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say they're all like short little crazy yeah. levels. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, so it's I mean, it's cool. I if there was one system that I would want, Switch is it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, well, and didn't Ikaruga release this fall? Uh, that's been out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, you can typically get that digitally for like five bucks. Yeah. Like that. There's, there's so many shooters. They've, they've yeah. That I love so much. They've got a ton of shmups on the eShop. And if you ever need recommendations, let me know. Yeah, because uh, uh, I've got some for you. Um, and you need some... to get yourself that um, the flip thing. What's that called? Oh, flip the grip. flip grip. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, man. That do it for you. I think so. And then board games. You know, I've played some board games this year, which is oh, Marvel you know, Champions. Yeah, Marvel Champions. God, I love that. That's such a great game. Yep. Card game. Game's amazing. Um. So Wingspan, the Elizabeth Hargraves game they just put out a uh, digital version of that on switch oh really yeah really just came out, just came out last week weird mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't expect that so she released another game called money process which is spanish word for butterflies or yeah butterflies and it's about the monarch migration yeah plays very similarly it's great 
easy to, the instructions are somehow like a little confusing. I'm not really sure why, because mm -hmm. the gameplay makes total sense. But I watched, I must have watched the instruction video and read the manual like eight times and like, I don't know, let's just try this and see what happens. But it's cool. Um, I like it a lot. Right and then I've got a couple others I've yet to, I haven't bought anything in like since June, but things are showing up that I ordered, like <laughs> either pre-ordered or yeah. Kickstarter. I kickstarted something like a year and a half ago. It's going to show up probably in February or March. <laughs> nice. So that's a little weird, but yeah. Yeah. But like New York Zoo um, is the one that I have that I'm anxious to play. I think it'll be fun. I haven't even heard of that. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. Uwe Rosenberg. And look, I've got one of this. I got the elephant, but they painted the elephant for me. For me, I don't know why. Ah, uh, cute. <laughs> yeah, it's an elephant. Nice. All right, man. Uh, I'm gonna roll through mine quick. I talked about these a bit on uh, Mojo Weekly, so I'm not gonna, you know, for all the carryover, the crossover audience, you know, I'm not gonna bore. Them. Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, <laughs> uh, Turbo Graphics Mini. I uh, still can't believe it exists, and it's like not only does it exist, but it's awesome. Like it doesn't yeah. suck, you know, it's quality. Um, and it's just, I, every time I look at it, it's sitting right over there. Every time I look at it, I'm like, how did this happen? I don't even know. Um, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, like the game of 2020, you know, like just as if you're going to say what game best represented 2020, Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons. Uh, Mr. Driller, Drill Land, best puzzle game I've played in ages. Also, oh. on, also on Switch, uh, Mo. I'm telling you, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Driller, Drill Land. It's I love Mr. Driller to begin with. This is the best Mr. Driller game there is. It's wacky. Yeah. It's all wacky. It's got a wacky storyline and that you can completely ignore if you want. But it's Mr. Driller at a theme park that's been taken over by an evil guy. Oh, boom. So there's got like they've got like <laughs> Indiana, they've got Indiana Jones style levels, they've got haunted castle style levels and outer space style levels, all with their own different rule set. Yep. Really cool. Really cool uh final fantasy 7 remake uh i can't believe it finally came out uh and it was just as good as i yeah. hoped really good i love that it played like a badass action game instead of a randomly generator random battle turn-based rpg you know the yep. fact that it plays like that makes me kind of want to play it mm -hmm. dave so, did you play well, did you play final fantasy 15 no Oh, I haven't well, played any Final Fantasies except for the original one on Game Boy. That's the last one I played. Uh, it so it, it takes what they built with Final Fantasy 15 and kind of takes it to the next level. It's it's okay. a great it's a great action game that you can kind of stop when you need to and pull up menus with like your triggers and then select mm -hmm. your select your thing really quickly and then get back into it. Oh, so nice. like yeah. like the like the action hardly ever stops flowing, you know. And That's when cool. it and when it does, it's for like a brief moment. I love it. Um, Astro's Playroom on PS5. Uh, how about those haptic feedback, you know, effects? Oh, it's amazing! Yeah, pretty awesome. I hope uh, more developers see that now and start using it. I've got Dirt Five on PS5, and it kind of does that haptic feedback thing. But man, uh, Astro's Astro Playroom is the best way to do it. I mean, yeah. the best. Um, showcase of that yep totally um 
And then uh, finally, game of the year, Ghost of Tsushima. I loved it so much. It is the only like open world game that I've ever been like, I want to complete everything in this region before I move to this region. I mean, usually my whole shtick is like, I'm, I'm going to play the main quest items and, and then sometimes maybe I'll take the random side mission here or there, but you know, but this one I was like, nope, I want to clear as much of the map as I can. It's such a I great started game. it. I started it last night, actually. Oh, nice. What do you think so far? Uh, I think the fighting, I'll have to get used to the fighting. Um, the parry is a big deal, and I know that you're yeah. not, you're not super. I'm not into a parry, parry person. Yeah, but so when you gonna... when you get the parry, oh man, oh man, feels so good. I'm just not good at it. I'm not good at the timing. Mm. The moment to moment action in this game is maybe the best I've ever played. Just it like... looked beautiful. Yeah, and um, like just fighting like randos you know like not even big bosses and stuff still mm-hmm. feel like even after you after like the thousandth one you've mowed down still feels thrilling it's really good oh, wow so uh let's do our last entry here and that is uh ice man <clears throat> all right here are his tv choices ted lasso easily the best show of the year when i first read the concept of the show boy this, this sounds like we wrote it uh con- concept of the show i didn't think much of it uh, but I was hooked after the first episode. My wife wasn't interested in it at all either, but she ended up watching the whole season with me after catching the last 10 minutes of the first episode. This is the show I recommend to everyone, and I've yet to hear someone say they did not like it. Uh, the Last Dance. If you watch this and don't think that MJ is the GOAT, something is wrong with you. Dead to Me. This is something uh, my wife and sister are watching. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini don't get enough love for this show. They are fantastic together, and James Marsden is really enjoyable, and normally, I don't like him at all. Um, music, Cam Cole. Thank you, Ted Lasso, for letting me know discover Cam Cole. He's the street musician who performs at the team party. Uh, reminds me a lot of the early stuff from the Black Keys. J.J. Uh, Wild. She's a local musician who I found out about uh, from a recommended playlist on Apple Music based on me listening to Rival Sons. She was supposed to tour with Rival Sons this summer, but you know COVID and shit. Uh, she does a weekly mini performance on Instagram called Coffee in a Cover. Oh, Coffee in a Cover. A Cover. What's wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> video game. Cover. Just getting tired. Cover. Just everybody, getting tired. Everybody run for Cover. The cops are Cover. Run for yeah, Cover. they can hit you on the buttons if you're careful. <laughs> the cops are Coleman. Uh, uh, video games. Ghosts of Tsushima. Far and away my favorite game of the year. I absolutely loved everything about it from the characters to the visual to the combat. Also, the only game uh, that I've actively used photo mode for, uh, as it's such a gorgeous game. Same here, man. I captured, uh, I captured a standoff, samurai standoff under a uh, a waterfall, and I put it in black and white and did the video capture of it. Oh, it was it was like watching a Kurosawa movie. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, I got the platinum trophy, but it never felt that it was a chore to get any of the trophies, as the game is just so damn good. Animal Crossing. This is a game that kept my family sane during the early stages of the pandemic. Might have been my game of the year just from the joy that it brought to my family. Pixel Junk Monsters 2, older game that I only really started playing in the last month. This game was first released back in 2018. It was a broken mess for Couch Co-op, but there have been a few patches, and thankfully now it's much more enjoyable. It's been fun playing this with my son as he loves the strategy of a tower defense game. 
All right, so usually we wrap this up with our general stuff, our general stuff of the year. And uh, uh, went first last time, Dave. So Mo. Yeah, I went first. Mo, your general uh, stuff. Yeah, the kitchen. Yeah. I've been cooking my ass off because I don't know what the hell else to do. <laughs> yes. Because first yep. I drink my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think so many. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't Lots really, yeah, I didn't really want to stop drinking my ass off. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever. Did you guys at any point during the year wonder if you were um, on the precipice of a drinking problem? <laughs> um, I haven't hit it that hard. So, I, yeah, right. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> However, <laughs> I was uh, like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Yep. Like it. Yeah. Do you know when I thought that maybe I had a drinking problem? Was it when? Well, yeah, it was very early on because there was so much. It was. It was. It was when uh, we were playing D and D, and I got drunk by myself <laughs> in, in my in, in my house, and I fell <laughs> off. I fell off a chair. <laughs> I maybe wondered about that night too, John. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and and the next morning, it, next morning, it occurred to me that though I was interfacing with you guys virtually, yes. I was drinking like a fiend by myself in the basement and i fell out of a chair yeah <laughs> is that the same stream that i fell asleep during though because <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no it's just i mean it like it's a sad thing right because i know this is a real thing for people yeah but I've never, I've never had an issue where like I wake up and I have to have a drink yeah. or, or yeah. I can no. put it away for a week or two, whatever. Like that's never been a problem. Yeah. This year has challenged everything I've ever known. And, mm. and I don't know how to shut my brain off any other way. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> so Yeah um anyway whatever yeah um but i cooked a i cooked a shitload and yeah i like the chef so the chef show with john favreau and roy even recreating those recipes yeah so i've gone i've gone through a lot of them and they don't really give you the recipes like they don't give you the measurements in the show yeah. but if you're paying attention you can figure out what they're doing how often yeah. have you pause that screen where they show all the ingredients oh oh on that uh actually rarely i did early oh, on really? okay. yeah and i it, i haven't in a long time because what i'll do is i just watch the as they're assembling the ingredient like the actual ingredients right not the animation yeah and from there i i can kind of figure my way to the end some of them are edited too intent they're the edits are too big so i can't yeah I, I have no idea what the hell happened in the last you know yeah they're like and well, boom here you go next and all of a sudden yeah, yeah here's the sauce that we made like oh there's 18 things in that well that's cool <laughs> so and it was in the animation but i have no idea what the quantities are or whatever yeah yeah but for a lot of it 
um, it's worked out well. Like, you know, I made the French onion soup, killing the scarlet's pasta, the garlic, olive oil, and just spaghetti. Another one, super good. Uh, this meatball lasagna. Uh, yeah, whole, I want to try that. Yep. The sauce, which Dave and I both know that if you buy his cookbook, you should not follow that recipe. No. Because it is really really wrong here's a here's a funny story so mo and i have tried to make roy Choi's sauce out of his cookbook mo called me one day and was like i i took like two pages worth of notes on how to correct that recipe and i'm like man have you been did you make this like this morning you're like no no no, no. i've just been thinking about it a lot <laughs> like how yep. did you do that <laughs> it's amazing mo you need to come over and make that uh tomato sauce for us again Oh shit! Well, it'll be way better this time because I did something wrong last. It's fine, but um, yeah, like it. So that's what I've been doing. So for Christmas, because I don't know what the fuck else to do. I uh, well, this you know, is if I needed another thing for the kitchen. And to my credit. <laughs> I have not purchased another thing for the kitchen in, I want to say almost three years. Wow. That's pretty good. At least two years. So kind of like I've got the gadget every, and I've seen new gadgets, this and that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't, you know, I, like I have all the stuff that I need that I'm using. Like I, I don't need any of that. Well, Playing for the Catholics, and I saw in the morning in uh, Costco. It was in the Costco email. This Phillips pasta maker. So it's an it's a machine. Yeah. Not, not the the crank like the Atlas crank that you you know clamp to your countertop and do manually. You dump the flour in, you dump the liquid in, and then you press play because that's what you do now on machines you know yeah. press start you press play yeah because we're playing <laughs> yeah and three minutes later pasta is squirting out the front of your machine of whatever kind of mold you've put on the front and yeah. it comes with eight different molds so it's like well fuck me i used to make pasta a lot uh -huh. stop making it because doing it by hand is kind of time intensive i mean it's labor intensive it's messy yeah um, i still enjoy it but what i really hate is cleaning that damn machine yeah <laughs> yeah no fun this thing comes apart it's it's easy to handle so anyway i can vouch for that yeah so i i bought the the i i decided i was gonna buy it and the next morning yeah, sold out. Freaking Costco. Dicks. <laughs> so uh, a few days went by, and then all of a sudden it popped up somehow. I don't know how I found this, but William Sonoma had a different version of it. But this one has a built-in scale. So it you just dump in how much flour you want, and it tells you how much liquid to put in. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. So I ordered it right there. <laughs> the first and the second service. 
<laughs> and I mean, to be fair, the Catholics paid for it that morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then some. And I've I've been using this thing as much as I can. And so for 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 the Christmas or the 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 block, like you know, the half a dozen or so people on the block that I want to let them know that I love them. I made a spinach pasta, a beet pasta, and then just regular pasta. So yeah. it's you know red, red, green, and and white essentially. Uh, although it's really like rat tooth yellow, it's kind of the you know normal color of pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat tooth yellow. Yeah. Made them in little little <laughs> nests, like a little rat tooth nest would be in, and uh, and then a jar of sauce. I made a shitload of sauce, and I started with the sauce because that's so David because th this is on the it's on the chef show this. Yep fancy sauce I'm like well i've made my italy sauce that i remember i want to try this sauce and it was a, it was not good like it did not go well it ended up okay but that was after i went through six no four cans four 28 ounce cans of tomatoes Jeez. like my dutch oven was almost ready to overflow so i, I corrected it based on his horrible instructions in the cookbook and then i went back and watched the episode again like yeah that's not at all what he's doing <laughs> so anyway um but i made a little jar of sauce and that that stuff and then a bottle of wine and gave that to the neighborhood little bags right so it was like 10 bucks a bag basically yeah holy shit is it good <laughs> like it's obnoxious yeah how good it is and then i'm like well i'm making this i'm making all the spinach that was a, that's a whole nother thing i spent i spent half a day trying to figure out how to how the hell to make my spinach pasta green because the instructions that they tell you how to do it yeah it doesn't work so then that's me and the internet fighting with each other and i finally found <laughs> some guy that is like a luigi cartoon because <laughs> it's terrible he is Italian, you know, on YouTube, speaking English in a heavy Italian accent. And, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So like, well, you know what? I think he's onto something. This makes the most sense. And he was right. So I did that. I'm like, I'm making fucking lasagna with these, because I got all this spinach. You making the spinach a cream? You making the cream? What is the spinach a cream? See, is it here's the cream? And like, it's not cream, it's spinach. <laughs> but sure. And uh, he's very excitable. But that's also just speaking Italian. Yeah. So I made the meatball lasagna from the chef show with gigantic ass spinach noodles that I made out of my machine. And it's phenomenal. Those meatballs is the far and away. It's the best thing I've, the best meatball I've ever made in my life. I hope you wrote down the recipe. No, it's on the show. Uh, you just watch the show. <laughs> and I even forgot to put stuff in it. And it was still like, oh man, that would have been even better. <laughs> so yeah, it's so fucking good. So the, I don't know, the kitchen, I've, I've cooked a shitload. I made yeah. a mushroom leek tart, like gigantic fucking tart. It was supposed to be a galette, but you know, I had too much filling, so it ended up being a tart because people care about these things. Heaven yeah, forbid. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't have enough dough, so it's a tart, not a galette. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> I've heard enough well, to know you're some sort of poser. You want to see a picture of it? <laughs> I, you, I'm pretty sure you texted it to me. Probably to you. So, yeah, it, you know, food has been my escape, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, here it is. Ready? You're going to get a kind of, you might get a little bit of a, you might get boatergized. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That so it's is just pretty nice. Shiitake, leeks, and uh, gorgonzola. Just a shitload of it. Text me that picture. Oh, you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can spank to it later. Yeah. Well, what else would you do? What else would you do? <laughs> well, good night, guys. So <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> no, you don't. All right, Dave. Where? No, I don't. Dave, no, Dave, I'm just kidding. What, I don't. What's your stuff, Dave? I'm here all night. Uh, I don't really have a lot. Like, I think we covered a lot of it. I think, um, look, got a dog. that's been good. Yeah. The lasagna looks amazing. Nice. Yeah. You got a dog. How's the dog doing? Yeah. She's good. That's she's, done. she's a little terror. Oh yeah. She's eating everything in sight. She, uh, <laughs> she drags Teddy across the backyard. She grabs onto his mittens. And just drags him across the backyard so we're trying to train her on that it's not going well so far um oh. uh i wish i made this but i didn't but it's what i had for christmas for breakfast damn it. Oh. oh wow yeah damn it, Mo, we're doing dave now come on what it doesn't is, matter what is that is that a scotch egg no it's not well it's like... no it's a so it's a it's like a meat pie with a hard-boiled egg in the middle of it dang that's crazy yeah, it was. Oh my God! Where did, did you, you buy that someplace? I did. Where? Que bracho. Que bracho. Que bracho. Hmm. Um. Right. You can write I that let, down too. I, 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 no, I, I'll, I'll just text you about it later. <laughs> um. I let Max watch the Marvel movies this year. We let Max, and that that's been fun to watch it with him and him get all jazzed about it. Yeah about that like i'm not as excited about the marvel movies as i used to be yeah i i, I don't know anybody who is how but could you be? How i could you be? but it but it has been like super fun to to watch with him and him being like super excited about him yeah um yeah that's it that's all i got all right um you know the home thing started out really rough i hated it i drank a ton as we've discussed yep. uh and uh but it's gotten better and i've i've enjoyed I'm, I'm much i'm much more enjoying working from home now than i was at first and uh i hope i never have to go back because my goal is to never go back and um <laughs> and so as soon as my kids are out of the house i can maybe you know just live wherever i want or you know just yeah. travel travel and work yeah um, but you know i had something for my stuff but then i completely forgot so uh i think i just blew it i think i think i got lost in mo's food pictures and uh, they were pretty good and it, and it all just everything just went away do you want to see some uh, more getting, getting late. i forgot about yeah oh it was really good <laughs> it's thanksgiving yeah 
duck fat confit turkey thighs. Yeah. And then, hold on. That's the cornbread sausage stuffing. Jesus. Oh, sweet yeah. mama. Yeah, you want to eat that. <laughs> and then, I was getting hungry. Yep. It's going to go make that pasta sauce right now. Yep. It's going to be up till yep. three in the morning. And then here it is. That's the, 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 you see the turkey up there, the sliced, oh, oh, yeah. it, it was, I've never had anything like that before with a yeah. mustard, a citrus mustard glaze on it. We and, probably, uh, we probably did the worst turkey we've ever done this year, which is yeah. or last year, which is probably good that nobody was here. Um, <laughs> it just, it just, it just came out not good. Oh. Um, so it was a bummer, uh, and we yeah, we, wound, was... we wound up hardly eating any of it until the leftovers. Uh, we just used it for we had like four meals. Oh, well, that's, that's okay though, because like if it's not a great turkey by itself, yeah, it could be great as a leftover turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm just I'm just saying like uh you know the the actual Thanksgiving night, you know it wasn't yeah. like the it wasn't great, but uh, yeah. but yeah. I don't know I've. Personally, turkey's never really done it. Like just a slab yeah. of turkey. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I've me never either. cared for it. I've had a smoked turkey that was really good. That was probably it until this time. Like, oh, whatever the hell this is is fucking amazing. Um, yeah. And then, other than that, I have dozens of pictures of my dog <laughs> doing this. His face buried in your shoes. Yeah, that's sleeping. awesome. He's asleep with his face buried in my shoe. Dozens, <laughs> dozens. I'm not even kidding. So far, I've seen every single food picture that you've shown us already. Yeah, but no dog, no, no pictures of the dog. I have walked. I, here's here's some stuff. I have walked probably 500 miles with my dog this year. Like right? just so much dog walking it's ridiculous yeah, because crazy. because there's nothing else to do it's been like six seven miles a day for 10 months you know my dog uh, can't do that anymore that's my favorite is buried in your boot yeah <laughs> but he's screwed across two different pairs of shoes and then he buries his face right into the boot it's looking pretty cute oh it's so good all right well fellas i think we did it uh so don't call us at 612-424-3835 at least not until we can get back together but do email us at mailbag at mojomenace.com uh so let's uh give a toast to hilden Hilden. and uh and uh, a toast to hilden and a toast to stacy abrams oh no shit (laughs) don chichio don chichio all right And uh, here is to a better year ahead. And uh, good night, everyone.